Welcome to Loving Beyond the I Do Podcast. This power couple is building stronger marriages one day at a time. Talking about real issues on love, relationships, and marriage longevity. Let's break down the barriers and engage in healthy conversation with your hosts, Jason and Tina Marie. Take a seat and buckle up because things are about to get real. Hey, 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 welcome to the show. Welcome back, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of Loving Beyond the I Do podcast with your hosts, Jason and Tina Marie. Hey, welcome to episode number 41. And we are engaging in healthy conversation. Oh, yeah. Despite what our last. It's going to get real healthy this (laughs) week. Despite what our last episode (laughs) sounded like when we said things you shouldn't say. That was all healthy too, right? Yes, it was. All right. So I just want to put this out there, disclaimer. Jason and I are sitting down at a table, our podcast table, that is, and he brings, he says, okay, let's do our podcast. And he brings a wine cooler. I want the truth. <laughs> so I if think you I guys, could get the truth. If you think we are silly any other time, we are really going to be silly now because I am not a drinker and neither is he. But I'm going to, I brought but out the truth serum. Okay, we're. We're pretending that we're grown. We're trying to play grown. <laughs> so, see, he's already laughing, acting silly, see? So you guys may get even more giggles than you usually get. Jason, what can we talk about this week so we can have our truth serum? All right, so are we going to get our truth serum to work? Okay. What I was thinking about, honey, was why did we pick each other as our mate? Why do we do that? What did we have in our past to make us want to pick one another? Opposites attract. Like attracts like. We were tired of dead relationships. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we was at the right place at the right time. Doing the right thing, I guess. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because that night you polished my nails. And since then, I haven't gotten my nails polished since then. I know why we got together and got married. Right. Because you pursued me. I did. You were, like the uh, video game, you were in hot pursuit. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I was. So, but that's a good. But question. you wasn't so, running away either. So, well, you were pursuing. Okay. Maybe I was running away. <laughs> maybe. Maybe you caught up. Maybe I didn't have a fast enough car. Okay. But I think that's a good topic. We talk about your mate as their past, right? Right. And so our past plays a big part into our marriage. I think so. I think the person that we picked, we picked them because we saw certain traits, or I, I totally agree. And 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 I. Totally agree with what you said also, like opposites attract Mm -hmm. and like attract like, right? That's 100% So if you, not that I was looking for a husband or that you were looking for a wife, but like you said, and that played a part too, like being in the right place at the right time because- And being the right person. Right. So as we know that there's only one mind. And if we are at the right place with the right mindset, with the right consciousness, we're going to draw to us that in which we- desire and that we want and i think that even though at that time i wasn't looking for a boyfriend and you wasn't looking for a girlfriend i think that being there and getting to meet each other opened up the door for us to have the consciousness of saying okay they could be a good friend because they listen or they have qualities that i like things like that it was definitely the qualities you know just when you talk to someone you knew right then and yeah i did i did i knew you were were someone i would like to get to know even better 
You're right. I, I knew that when I met you that night that you were a good guy. Like you were nice yeah. to talk to. Yeah. I think we were the, both real with each other yeah. that night. Like you said, the well, genuine. When yeah, I say genuine. real, I mean yeah. genuine. Or, you didn't put up a front. People try to put up a front a little bit, or they don't show you the whole you. Right. But I think we can still read people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, can I get your number, oh, whatever, whatever. Okay. And I can immediately say, you know, okay, yeah, this is not the you. type of person that okay. I know. Like, I already know that, yeah, yeah. This, this is not going anywhere. You know, like right, with your friend, the mm-hmm. friend you were with that night. Right, now, if he had been the person who had approached me, yeah, definitely a no. Mm-hmm. Like, we were, like, you just know a person's, where they're coming from, like, their character just by them talking. Sure. Right. So, I, and, and we may have put up a, I don't think we were phony and we put up a front, but I think we still didn't show the entire true us because that's not what we were there for. Right. You kind of understand? But I think we, we showed enough of our true self yeah. because we weren't there for each other. Right. We right. weren't trying to meet one another. And it wasn't a blind date or anything. Right. So, so I could be myself and you could be yourself. You were pretty silly that night, too. That's myself. That is you. (laughs) (laughs) In our pursuit of understanding our relationship Mm -hmm. and going from a marriage to in love to a partnership, I've understood. I wouldn't say that I'm a person that has daddy issues. Like, there are some people out there that have daddy issues, and whether they recognize it or not, that's on Well, consciously, you don't think you do. But maybe subconsciously, you might. When I say daddy issues, I don't. I mean, I don't have huge daddy issues oh, like yeah, with men. Yeah, right. you know? That controls your life right. or whatever. Yes. So just a little, you know, history about me. Like my dad wasn't really there. So I really, I was raised by a single mom. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad came in town, you know, every five years or whatever. Right. Well, we say every two years because me and my siblings are two years apart. <laughs> so every two years he would come back in town and then, you know, my mom would get pregnant. But I was the last one. So during that time. It was like every five years. Okay. So, but he was not there. And I loved my dad like most kids do. We love the parents that, that's not there. I mean, I love my mom too, mm-hmm. extremely. But as I got older and I saw the real him, then I really didn't like him. I didn't like him as a person, being meaning that he wasn't a dad like I thought a dad should be. Mm-hmm. But it did not affect me in how I saw men. Like, I didn't compare you like, oh, you just like my dad or you're like, like that guy's like this. Yeah, I didn't most men that. are like this because I know that most right. men are going to do this. Okay. So, and I guess that's because my mom ha- held my dad in such high regards. You think that made a big difference? I think, I, I definitely do. Right. She never down-talked him. Okay. She never talked about him. Whenever he came in town, even with his new wife, she welcomed both of them. She was extremely loving. Like, it, there was times when I was like, like, what's up with you, lady? <laughs> Like, why are you cooking dinner for your ex-husband or man and his wife? Like, I didn't get that. Mm -hmm. But even when he brought his other kids, you know, after me from other women to the house, you know, because we were all sisters and brothers, she even welcomed them. So she always talked about my dad like he was the greatest man on earth. And and I think that bothered me because I saw a different side of him. Mm -hmm. So being younger, I was like... He doesn't deserve you to treat him that way. Right. You should treat him like crap because that's like he really doesn't care about you or your kids. He's not really providing like he should. So I would say I didn't have daddy issues. Okay. Okay. But reading and researching and digging deeper into my subconscious mind, I think that one of the things that, and I know this, that that's what I said about you when I met you. One of the qualities when we were friends is that I said, wow, he would be a good dad. 
That's one of the qual- I was like, now there's no doubt in my mind. Like he will be a good husband. Mm-hmm. He will be a good provider. He's extremely loving and sensitive, and he would be a great father. Like though, like those were the qualities. I wasn't looking for a husband, but I saw husband quality in you. And I thought the same thing about you. I thought you. I knew you'd be an excellent mom. I knew my kids would be well taken care of and provided for and raised right and. And all of those things that you that you think about. Right, as you get older, that you right. look for in a, in a mother. As you say, okay, yeah, you don't want to be having kids with just any old body. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, then, you know, it's just a difference in the way that we want to, you know, raise them and, and whatever, right? So when I saw you, I said I knew that you were the one that I would like for you to raise my, my kids and marry. Mm-hmm. I just, you know what I'm saying? It's just something about it. It was just something about it. It's like, man, it's just like she's smart, she's witty, you know, she has herself on the ball and and I can talk to her. And she's beautiful. She's beautiful. <laughs> How you gonna miss the main point? No, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll get back to that in a second. So <laughs> And uh, digging deep into my past mm-hmm. and the person that I am, I know that my aggressiveness mm-hmm. comes from my mother not being aggressive. Okay. Okay. And so, therefore, I felt as though there was times that she didn't stand up when I felt as a child she should have stood up. Now that I'm an adult, I understand that those points in time she was actually doing the right course of action. I may have felt like, okay, Mom, why aren't you taking up for me when people are picking on me or picking on us? But her response was always, don't engage in that type of behavior. Which led me to be a better woman and understand you don't have to be bothered and BS to prove who you are. Right. You don't have to go down to other people's level for you to rise up. You can rise up by yourself. So those things that I saw as weakness in my mom, I kind of made myself stronger. Because as a child, that made an imprint in my mind to not be weak. But she wasn't really being weak. No, she's she was being actually, strong. She was yeah, silent but strong. Absolutely, right. absolutely. And yeah, it she wasn't strength, weak at all. Right. And what would it have proven for her to have her children engage in fighting or approaching someone and right. then we get hurt right. or, but she, or killed? She had or, girls and exactly. she was teaching girls how to be ladies. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Which in a child's mind, you don't see that. Right. You see it as weakness mm-hmm. because other people around you are demonstrating that aggressiveness and that anger, I felt like we got picked on for no reason because we were a family of girls. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, in a child's mind, you're like, when, when I get older, I'm not going to be like that. What about you when you, things that may have imprinted you? Somewhere along the line, mm-hmm. as, I would, as I was coming up, I knew I wanted to be married. I don't know where this idea came from. And I've been searching on this for a long time, trying to figure out where did this come from? I knew I wanted to be married. I knew I wanted a son named Jason. All right. <laughs> that's, that's really funny. And, I, and it is. And I knew I wanted to travel, drive I said that's funny because when I was pregnant, I said, do you want to name, if this is a boy, do you want to name after you? And you were like, no. But then when, when he was born, you was like, I never said that. My son is going to be named Jason. And I'm like, I clearly yeah. remember him saying From a child, I, I knew I wanted that. You knew you wanted a son named after you. Yeah, but this mm-hmm. is the funny thing. Coming up, well, I didn't particularly that. care. That's probably why we had a boy first. Yeah, but it's funny, though. I didn't particularly care for my name coming up. Why? Because there was a movie, Jason and the Argonauts, and, and they used to always... Jason what? And the Argonauts. And they used to always... <laughs> don't laugh. I don't know if I'm over that yet. And they used to always tease me about my name, and I hated my name. 
And I was like, why would I inflict it on my son? But I was young, right? Anyway. The, ch- the mind of a child. The mind of a child. But I hated it. So, but then I said, well. Yeah, well, do you else. think you wanted to get married because your parents weren't married? I don't know. It's a possibility. I've been searching for that answer for a long time. Well, see, I think. And subconsciously, probably. That's what I'm saying. So, And, and not having. Now, my dad was around, mm-hmm. both of them. In different aspects, right? Right. right. So, so Jason had two dads, and they were two dads in different aspects. It was sort of like rich dad, poor dad. But right. No, but actually, they were both his dad. Right. I never had someone to really sit down at the dinner table right. with me being as a, a man. As a father. Right. right. But I didn't miss anything. I mean, I was still... You never still felt with, lacked. No, lack oh, no, 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 not, not right. at all. Plenty of direction and, and, and how Plenty to be a father. man right. and all of the other stuff. But, you know, just the little things that... You see on television, right? You know where the family sits down at the table and eat together. Well, my right. mom worked nights, mm-hmm. so when I came home from school, she was basically starting her shift. We really couldn't sit down <laughs> as a family and eat, but right. you know, you kind of like, I kind of want that. I want to be able to sit down and whatever and eat. So, like I said, I never had daddy issues, and you never had mommy issues. But there was something that also imprinted on your subconscious that. Okay, even though I don't have it and I'm not lacking in anything, I want this when I grow up. Exactly. And and I think that's the same thing with my dad. As as I learn, as I get older and I read and I unravel and I try to find the true Tina and not only being a better me, mm-hmm. but a better Tina as a person and a better Tina as a wife and a better Tina as a mom. But I also realize that I think the dad issue as far as my dad not being there. And the qualities that I thought a dad should have, mm-hmm. that's why I saw them in you. Right. So I didn't have daddy issues, but I think by my father not being there, it definitely made me want to pick a man that was going to be a father and going to be there. Right. So, you want That was like super important to you up front. It you wasn't super to... important, but I, th- I, like you said, you just knew you wanted it. Right, right, right. So right. Like, like you just said, I don't know why I wanted to be married. Right. And because. I, I figured I could do a good job at it. I don't know. I, I just don't right, know. Right, right. So it's, it's sort of like right. the thing, like, like they said, subconsciously, we, things affect us when we're younger and it makes an imprint. And some things stand out more than others. Right. And I don't think I really gave it much thought. Then I thought about it. I was like, well, why did I pick him as a mate? Like I could have picked. Another guy that maybe had more money or maybe more flashy or a little bit more aggressive. But the qualities that stood out in me at that time, even being so young, was, is this person going to be a good husband? Mm -hmm. Which is funny. You know, right. Because you're young. You're not thinking about that. But most people aren't. No, and I wasn't because before I met you, you know, all the other guys I dated, I didn't think about that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It was like, it was just like a boyfriend thing. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was funny that though I saw those qualities in you, even though you and I were friends first, you know, (laughs) (laughs) but I think by my dad not being there is the reason why I was more attracted to you because I saw the quality that must have been a lack in my childhood. Now, you just I, came to this revelation because you, yeah. you you didn't always feel this way. No, and that's why I said in, in the process of actually reading and developing and learning, I actually said, okay, Tina, well, what did draw you to Jason? And, well, I just came to this re- re- uh, revelation as far as the connection between you and my dad. Mm-hmm. But I've always said that. The qualities were always right, there. Right, right. I've always said that that's what I liked about you, the qualities mm-hmm. of being a good husband. I think like we that. saw that in each other. We knew that we were going to be good mates and also good parents so people normally say well you pick the person that reminds you of your mom or you pick the person that reminds 
your past or your parent. Yeah. Most times people say, you know, oh, you marry somebody just like your mom. Yeah. And so, you know, <laughs> one of our sons, I can see that he picks women that are a lot like me. Mm-hmm. I, I think I did the exact same thing. I, yeah. Matter of fact, I know I did. And so, I, the right. So I'm I'm posing that question to you. Mm-hmm. When I started digging deeper and thinking about it, then I said, well. I wonder why Jason picked me. And then I start drawing a correlation between myself and your mom. Right. So, and I don't think you've ever thought about this, but do you think that your mother and myself, because I remember one time asking you, I was like, do you think you marry me because I'm like, like your mom? And he was like, I never thought about that, but right. But what do you think? Do you, and, and I know you said probably you, can, you, you have I, probably, you have a lot of qualities that remind me of my mom, right? Mm-hmm. Like light. she was strong. She mm-hmm. was light. She was independent. I think she became she was spicy. She she was spicy. I think and she, she was born in April. <clears throat> and she was born in April. So your mom and when I when I actually thought about this to myself, I was like, wow, his mom and I really do have a lot of qualities that are alike. Yep. You yep. know, but what's and I usually, you know, I and really you, and and you guys both love me. <laughs> <laughs> that was the biggest thing, right? You know, that was the biggest thing, right? <laughs> right. But and which is great because I usually get along with people in my birth month. You do. That's, I, yep. I, like, those are usually the people I connect with the most for mm-hmm. some reason. Like, sometimes people say I don't connect with other, peop- other people in my birth month. But, but for some reason, people who are born in April, like, we really connect. I just feel a connection to them. That's, that's like, weird. And your mom and I, we really connected in the beginning. In the beginning. And then when I said I was getting married, then we didn't. you guys didn't connect so much. Well, we didn't connect so much because she was like... Why are you marrying that girl? She going to break your heart. Yeah, yeah. She was being protective. She was being she a mom. And, now and that, I understand it. Now that I'm a mom, I totally understand, especially yeah. by having boys. Yeah. Because you you want to make sure that your son is not going to be. But Probably. she knew I was highly intelligent and, and highly driven and right. was making things happen. Well, well. you know, it, it's funny because you like it. You're like, oh, this is a good pick. Right. Everything is good. Right. And then it's like, well, we thinking about getting married. You go, well, that means that you're about to leave. And then, and I think it was because we were so young too. We were. Young. I think that was, we were that was young. probably part of the issue. Maybe. Uh, a lot of people didn't think we were ready. I thought we were. I thought we were. You always think. I know you, when you you're right. in it, you know, <laughs> right. you, you're, you're 20 younger, something you years think, old. You think you got everything all figured out and you don't, you but really don't. at that point I knew that. If I was I were ready, going right? To, hmm? That we were ready, right? I knew that I was ready, and I knew that we could make it. Because I'm light like your mom, and, you know. I didn't think about it, but I was always attracted to light women. women. Right. And And my mom was extremely light. Maybe. I don't know. But but here's the thing. All light people aren't the same, just like all dark people are. Absolutely. So it doesn't really make a difference. But you, you have to marry everything together. You have to go with. What you want in a person right. and how they look and all that stuff. And right. all that has to come together as one. If it does, that's the person for you. If you don't, then you got to keep searching. That's, luckily, that's true. That's true. So luckily, you know, not too far into my dating life, we found one another. And I was right. And you were right. Well, when I was younger, I didn't really give, I wasn't one of those little girls that's, oh, when I get married, oh, this the dress. Like, I didn't dream like that. Like, I don't know. That must be the stuff they put on TV with those people. Yeah, I didn't dream about a, a wedding. Right, or any. But I just had flashes, sitting down having dinner, playing catchers, going for a walk, going to the park, that type of stuff. Now, like, listening to the music that I like to listen to, which mm-hmm. is in the 70s, we had a record player. I would play music in the front room. 
We and think about your family? No. We would have a blue, and I had a blue chair that sat right in front of a radiator, right? Okay. I used to get behind the chair, get in there, close the door, and pretend like I'm driving. And I would just be driving as I'm listening to all these different records on the record player. Whenever I be able to drive, this is the music I'm going to listen to. I'm going to get on the road. I'm going to go down south. I'm going to do all these different things. So by the time you actually got in the car with me, mm-hmm. I had taken that trip. Many times <laughs> as, a kid, as a, as a kid, I've taken this road. I've that's done weird. all these. It is very real. But you no, I said that's weird. It is. It is weird. But you actually, I guess, I guess a lot of kids do. You have to have an imagination. You have, you have to have an imagination. And you have to visualize what it is you want to do. So if you right. knew, especially as a male, right, you knew you wanted to drive. Right. So I guess you know. Yeah, but then that it's was, like you know, man, you know, you get you, on the road. Did you? Me. But you put me in, on the road in the passenger side sleep. The whole ride. I did not. I did not see that coming. <laughs> that was that was something different. I figured you would be up talking to me. We would be engaged. Right. It would be all fun and happy. Yeah. Yeah. I wore you out on your first road trip. Okay. And made me sleep for two days once we got there. <laughs> She's like, what is wrong with her? Right. So, and that's what I was saying. I didn't think of the wedding, the marriage, and all that no, stuff. I, no. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't pay much attention to a big wedding. Most males don't think about weddings and stuff like that. But me, I just thought about those instances. How can I instill into my family? Mm-hmm. What what can I give them? How am I going to raise my family? I wanted to be able to instill in them the things uh-huh. the things to become young adults mm-hmm. or good adults, right? But I'm still young myself as I'm thinking this. This is the funny thing about mm-hmm. this. I'm 10, 11, 12, 13 years old thinking about this stuff, about having this. Now, what, was I going out there going to have a bunch of kids just so I could get hurry up and get to that point? Absolutely not. Yeah, I remember when you and I started dating three years later after we met each other, whatever, and we finally started dating. When I finally got out of that friend zone, yeah. (laughs) I had asked you, I was like, would you marry someone who had a kid? And you were like, no. You was like, I knew that out of all the things, people that I was dating or may have messed around with, I knew that I would never marry anyone who had a child. And everybody has their own preference, you know. And then there's nothing wrong with that. So, I was young. I figured I could find somebody in this world that didn't have a kid. And some people actually love people who have kids. Right. I know and it's not wrong with that. I mean, but this is like the mind a of a 20-something-year-old. Right. But I think also it goes both ways. Men who seek out women with children mm-hmm. could also be because they had a single mom. And yeah. they saw the struggle. Right. So they don't mind helping out and wanting to make a family. Right. See what I'm saying? So everybody, And I always looked at it the other way. I looked at it as the drama. Of having, you know, the, right. the father of the of the, uh, of oh, the child okay. right. always around. In the, in the, or, right. You know, embedded into our relationship, whether we wanted him in there or not. So that that was sort of like your story, though. That, what was it? My, it was. Yeah, it, it was funny. Yeah, that it, is right. like my story. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. So, again, but things, it's, but things it's, that are, and that's what I mean. Right. If we, but if see, we I actually, didn't have it. But I, it's funny because I didn't have a negative experience doing that. But when oh, I no, can, you you there was probably some negative because you knew that. But so I even didn't though want, you had so even though you had two dads like uh-huh. your stepdad and your real dad, you knew that your dad when your dad came around your stepdad wasn't around, you, right? And vice and, versa. And vice versa, exactly. Right. So even though there was you, occasions when they were both there, and it was still cordial, it was fine. Yeah, but it still had some type of imprint on you. Like if Maybe we really if we really think about yeah. if we really take the time to analyze mm-hmm. the things of our past that really molded and mended us, mm-hmm. we will find out that some of the things that we didn't want that it's sort of like I said, I never had a father issue, but I knew what I didn't want, mm-hmm. which then 
left the options of what I did want. Right. And I think with you, you knew what you did not want, which right. then gave you the option of what you did want. Mm-hmm. So I think you by you saying, I didn't want a young lady that may have had a child because I didn't want the extra drama from the actual father kind of plays into your story a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, so you know. I never looked at that that way. It, and that's and I I'm don't saying. view that as a negative experience in my and, life and at all. it doesn't have to be a right. negative. It doesn't, it, it right. doesn't but have to I be knew. a negative. That's why I said you you didn't have mommy issues. I didn't have daddy issues. Right. You didn't have but daddy you know issues. What? I didn't have mommy issues. But I was issues. extremely blessed because I had to. Exactly. And, and, it, and it just seems odd, but but when I came of age. But, but, but when it I, didn't take, but you didn't, I would say you didn't. Think of it as blessed being younger. I did. You just knew you had two dads. Right. But <laughs> it wasn't until Which was you funny got because older in the neighborhood, you... and I grew up in the hood, and I, I'm in the neighborhood talking about I got two, and they can't find one good one. Right. <laughs> so people are jealous of me because I'm talking about, you know, I got two of them, and, and both of them drive nice cars and they work, and, you know, and they're instilling all these good qualities into me. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, when it was time for me to. And I, I just want to say that each dad was totally different. They were. And and I think that's what made you a more uh, a well-rounded individual because I absolutely. learned so much from each one. Right. Absolutely. Different aspects, but it's different, all about totally, two different totally different men. How to treat your mother, how to treat ladies, how to work, how to dress, how to act, all these different things. But also how to be there. And how you to be there. And right. I think by your dad not living in the home with you, mm-hmm. I really think that that may have had some impact on somewhere you wanting along, to be a husband. Somewhere along the line, I well, wanted I would, him I wanted my father to live with, I wanted to live with my father. Right. For whatever reason. I guess, you know, you see that on television, that's mm-hmm. what you want, you know. You're supposed you wanted to the complete family. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. right. It never happened. I, it was nothing that I was super sad about. Right, right. And it and it never had a negative effect. It's just and something it never that had you a, want. Right. right. I, that's what I'm saying. As, like, as a kid, you right. know, you, this is just one of the things that I wanted. You right. Know, I was blessed with the family that I had, so no regrets there. Right. But I did want that, and I and I didn't you know, ever have it. And that's not, that wasn't a reason for me. Maybe, you know, subconsciously, maybe I think if you really, I think if we really take the time to analyze the things that we said we didn't want, we may find that some of the things in our past really did dictate the things that we did. Well, I know I don't want to, to have kids and they not live with me. Oh yeah. I want to be mar- right. Yeah. So that's, but see, that's the thing that do you stay, you know, things could have went south, right? Do you stay in a marriage because you want to but keep you your kids right? But, but, but you didn't think of it like that. I did not. I think because your thought was, I don't want this, then you you became a man that was geared towards the thing you did want. Right, so but therefore, I can only... you never elevated to a point of, well, I'm not going to be in a marriage and it doesn't work, I'm going to stay there. I think what you did is that you had the vision of what you wanted and you made it into fruition. Right. But it, it takes two to work to make no, that No, but I don't happen. think you thought that far. And, and oh, no, no, I, I know I didn't. I'm just saying. I know I, I did. And, and I'm saying for me, it also. Right. But I'm saying is I can have all of that, but it I would have to have work. a mate right, right. to make it work. Right. And that's why I said that my dad wasn't there. My mm-hmm. dad wasn't in the home. Right. But I had a good relationship with him as far as when he did come and visit Initially, I was happy to see him. I was excited he was coming. And then as I became a teenager, there was a point in my life where I kind of rejected him. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I didn't want to be Hispanic. I didn't want to speak Spanish. I didn't want anything to do with that culture or him because I was kind of like, in my mind, disconnecting myself from him. Right. So now I'm just my mom's child. Okay. I, I want nothing to do with him no, he's not my dad. And I guess that those teenage years, and now that I think back on it, like I said, I don't think I've ever had daddy issues where I've had man You, man you didn't problems. come across like that when I right. met you. So. But if I really 
think back to my childhood and I take the time to really analyze the the stages in my growth from adolescent to an adult to being married and I have to think well I don't think I really appreciated the fact that my dad wasn't there so I knew that when I got older when I had a family I want the qualities of a man that's going to be there. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, oh, my dad wasn't there. I'm going to make sure I get me a right. man that's going to be there. Like, right, that, that never you, came across my mind. Right, and you didn't you didn't raise your kids like that. Well, when you right. came into the marriage, it wasn't like, okay, well, as their father, you need to do this, that, and the right. other. It was none of that. And that's why I said, like, we really have to think back to the things that made some type of imprint in our past mm-hmm. that dictated our future. And I don't think, not all the time is it, like, very vibrant and red flag and like sometimes we don't even know because my mom was a very wonderful woman very good caregiver a magnificent mom Mm -hmm. not only was she that to me but she was that to anyone and everyone on the block my relatives like anybody and i think those qualities also made me a better mom and a better person i'm sure you know and so i used to just say my mom was too kind or (laughs) people took advantage of her that's kind of how i felt sometimes but my mom used to tell me nobody can take advantage of me unless i allow them to take advantage of me right so in my mind i may have thought like wow you're just too kind like they're just taking advantage of you and she was like no and i think she was just genuinely a kind person and those qualities they're part of me even though they I'm are. aggressive and yep, I'm outspoken are. because, the again, the things in my past dictated the type of person I was going to be. So because I got picked on mm-hmm. and because we were a family of women, that we had to be extra strong. Mm-hmm. Any female out there, when you're growing up, the first things boys start to do is they t- touch your booty. Okay. So they hit your booty and they run. And as a girl, you like that's a violation right you're upset because somebody but that's how they like you and that and they feel like they get i don't know why do boys do that i don't know you never you ever you never touched a girl's booty and ran nope i grew up in a neighborhood they were pretty aggressive (laughs) you could get yourself in a situation you do that so (laughs) so so, they're not gonna run and so i'm the type of person that i didn't like that one time i knocked the boy over the desk I feel like I had to, and maybe he liked me. I don't know, but just don't touch my body. That's a violation. Okay. So I knocked him over the desk, and then like a year later, I guess he still remembered that because he was embarrassed. Mm -hmm. He ended up giving me a black eye. Okay. But, but then it's like I, I felt like I when I was growing up, I didn't fight females Mm -hmm. as much as I fought males. Like boys would always try to touch my booty and then i would i would have to fight back for them not to touch me or they would say you know things to me that i felt like was violation and then i would you know kind of kind of be aggressive so i can see how that made me an aggressive person then my mom being kind of easygoing right melancholy Mm -hmm. that made me an aggressive person so i know the things that are big that stand out as to why i'm i'm aggressive or why i'm i'm outspoken and people always say oh tina you always talk what's on your mind that's because when i was younger People never listened to me. People kind of stepped on me. And then, or I was the quiet type, you know, which people can't believe. <laughs> and it, and so, you know, the experience is when I first started working, you know, there was a coworker that because I was so young, she was very mean to me. She was extremely mean to me. And then I said to myself, that'll never happen again. And so from that point on, I think I may have been like 13. No, maybe like 14, 15. I would say 15. Let me see. Maybe 16. Mm-hmm. Maybe sixteen. Sixteen, it yeah. is. Yeah, and so from the age of sixteen, I made the, I made the decision in my mind that anything I ever think, I'm going to say it. 
I'm not going to hold my breath. If somebody's mistreating me, I'm going to let that be known. If somebody's saying something that I don't like, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell them about it. And not everybody comes to that realization early on. But so, but then I had to really think back to the things that are subtle in my past. Like I said, I had to think, did I pick Jason because he had the qualities of a husband because my dad didn't? So I had to, I had to really ponder that. And and if I like if you and I can be real with your mom, mm-hmm. I don't you think that uh, the the qualities that you see in for me, sure yeah. a lot, a lot, yeah, it has a lot to do with it. And I actually can see some of the same problems your mom had with you that I have. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't dating my mom. I had no, to listen no, whether no. I did everything she asked me to do. No, no, because we would come in the house and she'd be like, Jason, did you take out the garbage? And the garbage would still be sitting there. Yeah. And then she'd be like, Jason, didn't I tell you to do this? And you'd be like, oh, yeah, I forgot. And yeah. I can st- like, I still have those same problems that your mom had. Sometimes we just don't grow out of things. But <laughs> you knew going in, I was. So. No, I didn't. I didn't know because I figured that was just you and your mom. Nah, that was that was you and that was me and anybody. <laughs> <laughs> that was me and me. It was me and you. It didn't matter. So <laughs> I see that now. I see that now. But I really. Think but it's that- funny. Just subconsciously, you picking people that mm-hmm. look like or remind you of your. You know, your the qualities that you want. My mom right. at this, you know, in this, in this instance. Subconsciously. Subconsciously. So we don't even realize we're Subcon- doing it. I don't even, don't even realize. It's just like, I like that person because I like that person because drawn- of the qualities. Right. But we- you're not even drawing a correlation between which qualities and which person they, they remind you of. coming from. Right. Mm-hmm. And if people think about it, if you look at your mate, look at the qualities. And, and if you really take a deep dive and research, you'll find out that probably has a lot to do with either your mom, your dad, or someone aunt, closer. Someone, someone who would, had a strong impact on your life. As a child. As a child. Right. Right. And I think even with the issues I think that you have with me, mm-hmm. which it could be just a little bit, some of the issues you may have with me, could have been some of the issues you had with your mom. Possibility. Yeah. There's a few. Yeah. That's an, so if we But really, like I always say, you can't raise your parents, right? So just because I dislike something, didn't make it right because I didn't understand a lot of the things that were going on. That's funny you say that because you can't raise me either, but you don't like I it. I can mold you a little bit, but I can't raise you. <laughs> but you be trying to act like you my daddy. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Absolutely not because you didn't really like him, so I don't want to be him. I did, I did like my dad. I never gave you the impression that I didn't like my dad. I just, he just no. wasn't in my life. Well, he gave me an impression he didn't like me. He but, did give you that. No, he, he never yeah. said that. He never gave you the impression he didn't okay. like you. Okay. I think my dad liked you. Yeah, after a while. He would have preferred me to marry someone else. So it wasn't <laughs> <laughs> He likes you. He just preferred you he would right. prefer so he you didn't to marry dis- someone else. He didn't yeah. he didn't dislike you. He just preferred me to marry somebody else. But again, he's a dad. It's just like you and your daughter, right? Right. You want so you have a as a dad, you have certain visions for your daughter, right? Yes. Okay, so it you may not like the person she picks initially because in your mind you see her with something or someone else. So, But when he got to know you, he loved you. Just okay. like me. <laughs> now, it'd be different if he got to know you and he still disliked you. I don't know if he did or not. No, you know that. I you just kind of just, I don't understand. Who doesn't like you? Come on now. Uh, very few, but still, there very are some few. out there. Some outliers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with them. They need to get their act together. But anyway. So, but I do think that if we take the time to understand the things in our past that may have 
impacted subconsciously and put some type of imprint on our mind or our subconscious and it brings up things in our marriage right yeah look at write down the qualities because you're gonna have to do some work and research you have to really do a deep dive into the qualities of the person you married and the qualities of the people that raised you one of two things can happen you can admire the person that you're raised by and become just like them or you can dislike things about them which makes you opposite of them. Right. Or you could just mold the two together or however, yeah. Yeah. you know, you just uh, so hate yeah, your experiences. That's a, that's right. A, right. So the qualities of my dad, I didn't like, I think it made me certain things. And then the qualities I liked about my mom, it made me. So those two right. things molded me as the person because there I was am. Some qualities in my parents that I didn't like, but it was a lot of them that I did. Right. I find myself, you know, how people but always you know say, what, if, I, if I had talked to the Jason when he was probably 18, he would probably have a different conversation than the Jason that you are now because we can't. Oh, for sure. So you probably had a lot of dislikes. Yeah. At that point, at 18, I thought I knew it all, and they didn't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, you know, I remember the little thing your mom used to always say, oh, if you don't treat your mom right, you're not going to have good luck. <sighs> you ain't going to have no good luck. And I used to be like, wow, that is so mind-controlling. Yeah. She's really trying to control what he does. And even though I think her decision was, you're choosing me over her. No, no, no. She, it was just a number of different things. But most of the time— She just was, wanted to make sure that you always respect your— no, it was certain things that she wanted you to do, and right. you couldn't do it because you were with me. No, it was. I mean, it started way before that, though. No, I'm sure it does. Right, it, did, it started but, way before that. But You're there just was a, a byproduct of <laughs> <laughs> also she said my laziness and the, and the stuff that I didn't do. So, but it's funny because the Tina then mm-hmm. was like, hmm, yeah, his mom is trying to control, brainwash. Like she's she's trying to she's trying. Don't to worry, my father did it enough. <laughs> So she's trying to guilt trip him. Well, he had done that already. It was already instilled in me. So then, but but then what I learned, and I I don't think I, I'm proud. I probably did because I'm speaking from the adult Tina. Mm-hmm. But the child Tina probably did some things to my mom that wasn't right. I'm but sure you did. I'm sure I did. But the adult Tina don't remember any of those. I mean, I wasn't <laughs> the perfect. <laughs> right. So I you can't be held responsible for right. it. But I know there was times when I was very upset with my mom and I felt like she was biased or... Mm-hmm. They don't get it. Why can't I go to this party? Or Why hang out right. with these people? Why she, there was a particular boy that she didn't want me... No, no I don't want you yeah. up in his house. I don't want you to talk to him. You, you know, why... You know, so just certain things. All but, I know is I'm glad I didn't hang out with those people that she didn't want me to hang out with. I know that. I am so happy that I didn't. Well, there you go. But right. I didn't understand that, it at the time. Now, that, that really ticked me off because I wanted to play with them i wanted to hang out with them right and i didn't see that them you know i didn't see that family as being a problem well maybe i did but you could just about do anything you know those homes that you could just hang out at and do whatever you want i don't want you hanging over there and every time you call my flop house so you can't be in no flop house so my mom had a name for it but i wouldn't say what it was and she was like were you over there i was like nope and she knew i was lying and she when she caught me over there i was in trouble but i didn't like you said i didn't understand why she didn't want me to hang out over right. there. But in I, hindsight, I'm like, woo, like right. I dodged a bullet. Like, right. thank God that she was a praying mom or that she understood enough to say, like, my mom wasn't the one that she talked, but she didn't give you reasons. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be over there. That's not the type of place you need to be. Right. And I didn't understand it because, like you said, in my mind, it's like, hey, I want to be over there because that's where everybody's that's at. Where that's where it's that's happening. That's where it's at. happening at. Right. Yep. Yeah, it was happening all right. And she's yeah. right. I probably would have ended up a statistic and yeah all kind of things yeah you know and just by being molded by my environment mm-hmm. and even though i thought i was intelligent enough or i thought i knew everything right 
she saw things that I didn't see. But going back to what your mom was saying, when she said, you don't treat your mom right, you're not going to have any good luck. <laughs> yeah. I, and and I, that's why I said I, would, I don't want to think that I mistreated my mom, but I totally, as an adult, I totally understand what she means by that. Mm-hmm. When you're disrespectful, you yeah. won't have any good luck if you do the you wrong don't. thing to your parents. Right. And now I find myself telling that, telling my kids that. <laughs> <laughs> and when your mom, when you when you told me your mom said that, I was like, wow, she's trying to guilt trip him. And I never said that to you. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, I was like, like that's a crazy statement. Like, who says that? Because my mom never said anything like that. Yeah. Probably because I was Probably because I was such a good child. Mm-hmm. But it does make sense. It, it does. does make sense. Yeah, because if you, if you can't respect your mom, who can you respect? Absolutely, and, I guess. And, and another, my father used to always say, "Your mother that, was that lo- father one or father two? Uh, father one, saying that your mother's love is the last thing that'll ever leave you. Say anybody in this world will leave you, or just you know have nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. Your mother's love will always be with you, no matter what you do. That's true. That's and that true. is, and, you well, and you'll love them to, know, and you'll love your child to no end. And that is so true. And you know what? And that's what I tried to tell our kids that what you don't understand the things we do as parents and Mm -hmm. how much we love you and why we do what we do between a certain age kids don't realize they just look at parents as parents they don't they don't love you unconditionally like you love them they're not looking out for your well-being like you're looking out for theirs right but i just love you because of the person you are the parent right but i think when they get older so i know that i had a greater fonder love and a connection for my mom once i got older right and i and And you can relate on a different base I mean, right. on a different level. Right. And and so my love for her was, again, love. And I wanted her to be taken care of and right. her well-being. Yep. When I was younger, I didn't see that. And no. that's how, And that's when I... No. Well, you weren't mature enough. I mean, I wasn't right. mature enough to see that. And, then, and that's why I tell my kids, like, you don't understand the love we have for you because usually the parent loves the child more. You're something that I birthed. God gave, put me in charge of you. And my job is to make sure you are secure and taken care of. And that's not your job. You don't see it. You think that what we're doing is nagging Mm -hmm. or being in your business. But, and so, which is true. So you, your mom will never, and I'll tell my kids all the time, nobody's going to love you like me. Nope. Nobody. I have to tell our kids. (laughs) (laughs) And I tell them, I don't do what I do because I have to, I do what I do because I love you, but doesn't mean I'm weak. It means that I love you. And my love is unconditional. It's nothing you can do that's going to stop me from loving you the way I love you. See, what you just said was what I was envisioning when we first met. What's that? About I do it because I love you, not because I have to. Okay. It's out of love. It's, I want you to be the best human being. I want to raise you the right way. I want to do all these th- different things. I want to help you and guide you along the way of this thing, you know, of life. I would like for us to invite either all three of our kids on this podcast or one at a time. Three, three oh, kind of like sitting down at the dinner table. <laughs> <laughs> and I say that because I had a conversation with my daughter and she asked me, she was like, mom, why did you do so much for me when, when I was younger? Can you believe a child says that? Yeah. So she said, in her, well, you know what? I'm glad she recognized you did it. True. She was like, you cooked my lunch for me. You know, you made lunch for me. You made sure I was on time. You did this, you did that. But she felt as though it didn't make her like self-sufficient in those areas. So when I went off to college, I couldn't do this, that, and the other. And then I told her, I said, no, I did them, but I taught you how to do them for yourself too. And I made sure like time management. She was like, you, you didn't really didn't show me time management. Yes, I did, but you didn't learn it. Right. You didn't want to. Right. So there's, Everything that you think as a child that didn't happen, it mm-hmm. happened. You just didn't learn. Oh, it. you know, it's funny because when the when the light bulb comes on yeah. and the kid goes, 
why didn't you ever teach me about that? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, remember when I said this, this, this? Right. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Right. So remember, <laughs> I would just, I would just like to bring our kids on to get their perspective as a child, what they thought, and All what, right, well, ma- maybe what we made have... an imprint in their mind, you know, in their lives, and yeah. then maybe they can kind of think of, and then when they become a little more older adults, then they can kind of analyze the two, the difference from. Maybe we will. Maybe we'll have, you know, dinner with the Scots or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, it won't Not, be dinner because we can't be eating and talking. Yeah. If we trace back to everything in our past, good, bad, or indifferent, because mm-hmm. I don't think I had any really negative things with my dad or my mom or anybody. Like, right. I just didn't, I didn't have those, thank God, those are, are really traumatic experience, yeah, you know, as a either. childhood. Yeah. But I think... If I trace, and there's some things that I know made me the person that, that I am, but then I had to think about why am I like this and why why was I drawn to you? Right. Especially at that age, I'm thinking, I wasn't thinking about a husband at all. Yeah. Like having a husband was never. No, I was young and having fun, really. Yeah. And it's like, okay, why are those the qualities that I saw in him and why were they important? It just clicked. You meet that person. Now I'm thinking about this. And again, we have to think about what is it in our past that made us draw those qualities, uh, want those type of qualities in a mate. Yeah, because something in your relationship, when you meet that person, Mm -hmm. sparks it and you go, man, this might be the one. Well, why is that person the one? Right. And, and, and yeah. what qualities was it? Yeah. So, and like I said, I, I think that one of the things that attracted you to me may have been the fact that my father wasn't there and I was looking for qualities in a man that demonstrated good qualities in a man. Yeah, but you weren't looking for a, a father for your kids. No, I, you know? I didn't have any kids. <laughs> right. 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 But I'm saying if, if I draw the correlation and I um, actually... But you weren't even thinking about having kids at that time. No, no, no. But I'm saying now, that we're talking about now, the, okay. the beginning question was... Why did you marry me? Like, right. why, why was I, why did we attract to each other? Mm-hmm. And if I, if I really had to pinpoint it, I would say that, again, I never had daddy issues right. or father issues, not even to this day, you know, but if I had to really think back and be truthful with myself, I think that the qualities that I didn't see in my dad, in the back of my mind, I saw them because I knew I wanted something, a different a different person. So I think that's why those qualities stood out in me. Especially, and maybe the thing was that you were, we were both so young. It's like really weird that you see those qualities in a person so young. I know. Right. Right. And, and then I think if you, if you think back, so what do you think about, you know, the qualities of me with your mom? Yeah. So so close to her. I didn't see that at the time. Right. I just saw you. I didn't even compare you to my mom or or anyone like that. And I never, I never did either. Right. But, you know, as you start to get older and you start to do work on your relationship and you start to figure out why. Yeah, you know, what pe- in my past yeah, dictated, right. dictated my future? Because right. your past is your future. Right. Right? So you wonder, okay, what am I drawing from my past that's creating my future? Now, some things, like I said, riding the car, playing the music, going down the road, I envisioned that. I, I saw that. But you, where did I envision you at? Where did you come from out of my past? So it was something that and I think it was the qualities of your mom. It was. I, I think it, when I Listen, um, there's one thing for sure. I knew that I was loved, well taken care of and protected. I knew she was going to protect me at all costs. Yeah. Your mom. Yeah. She. Okay. she <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. You was a mama's boy to say the least. And yeah. you may not think that, but your mom, like, like she was really head over heels about you. Like, yeah, like you was. were her only son and, and the baby. And she was. 
Right. If if I can say anything, she ex- loved you extremely. Like you could see it not only you but your kids. Right. Like she loved our kids, and I would say all of her grandkids. All but, of them, yeah. But I'm going to speak for my kids in particular. Uh-huh. I saw it, even your dad. You just see yeah, when people really love their grandkids. And I was like, wow, like my mom loved her grandkids too. But I'm oh, just saying. she did. Right. And so you can see that. Right. You can see how. But this is the this is the funny thing, right? So I end up with two dads, right? Mm-hmm. And then I have kids. Now they got. You, you <laughs> I end up with two dads. Right. So I end up with two dads. I got two dads. And then my kids come up. And they got two granddads, <laughs> which they, love them equally, which is, you know, it's right. crazy, right? And they, they didn't realize that until they were older. Like, right. why do we have two granddads? Right. I know people, right. And so, you know, we used to call one granddad and one granddad ice cream. Right. You know, because the other one used to love to bring ice cream. Uh-huh. But I guess, you know, it's like your norm. You right. know what I'm saying? What is right. your norm? So, you're, oh, yeah, my granddad. Oh, no, that's my other granddad. You're like, wait a minute, you got two granddaddies? Right. You know, so, right. Yeah, it, it, was, it, was, it was funny how that transition into that. But, yeah. Yeah, I can definitely see a lot of the qualities that I have your mm-hmm. mom had. Yep. And I never, like you said, without. And that's just because we've just been doing work on our relationship. Right. And right. taking a deep dive into our Absolutely. relationship. And that's why I said I've, I've never drawn that no. correlation before. No, because, I mean, I've dated other people, but I don't think that they had those same qualities. Maybe that's why I'm not married to them. <laughs> <laughs> so they didn't have those qualities. Right. You got to go through. You're figuring it out, right? right? You're out right. in the wild. You're trying to figure this thing out. But that's out. what you're doing. You're supposed to date people. Right. And just so that you know what you want. And when Your it, likes and, and dislikes. Then, well, not only that, but then when it presents itself, you know that's what you're looking for. Right. Otherwise, if you don't date and you don't know, how are you going to know what you're looking for when it presents itself to you? That's true. Because when it presented itself, it was like, oh, okay. You know, and, and we pursued each other. I mean, I pursued you and you were pretending not to pursue me. But, you know, that's what ladies do. (laughs) Your mom taught you well. But, see, the thing is, what's that? See, your mom taught you how to be a lady. Mm -hmm. And my dad taught me how to be a gentleman. And my sisters. So, we were destined to be together. Okay, if you say so. Okay. All right. Because you weren't going to meet anybody like me that. Was a gentleman at that young age? Maybe not. You might be right, but I don't know yeah. because I married you. <laughs> so <laughs> the I proof have... is in the pudding. That's all right. I got to say. Well, only thing I can say is that as we've grown in our marriage, from being young and wide-eyed and just ready to take on the world and thinking we know everything, to a point in our relationship where, like they say, is a power struggle or conflicting, or we argue. We've had you know times where we definitely did not see eye to eye or like each other. Right. Exactly. So mm-hmm. I didn't like the choices you were making. You didn't like the choices I was making. Mm-hmm. Or for whatever reason, maybe at that point in time, we were growing. Mm-hmm. We were growing and didn't know how to grow together in the same direction, but maybe thinking that, okay, I need to take my path and you need to take your path. And then mm-hmm. coming to realize that in order for a marriage to work, we have to have some type of partnership because that's what marriage is. I, I have to allow you to be you and be comfortable in your skin just like you have to allow me to be me and me to be comfortable with my skin, but we complement each other. Right. And so I was I, just going to say, you have to complement each other. Absolutely. We, I have to be your biggest cheerleader, but also your big, biggest critic. Right. And you have to be open to both. Right. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. You can cheer me on, mm-hmm. but then you're going to turn around and criticize me. But that's what, that's what we're here for. Right. We're each other's backbone. There's a point in time that we may not have been open to those things. <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's what growing together is about. 
right. you know, moving your relationship Every- from one dimension to the next. And, and either you're going to grow together or you're going to grow apart. And sometimes we want the other person to change. I've been soul diving. Mm-hmm. I have to work on myself and say, hey, Tina, what are the qualities that I don't like about me? That I need to change or, you know, maybe what Jason said, there is some truth to it. Or what can I do that a better way of doing or saying or, you know, so. And it's ever evolving. I mean, you're doing soul searching. I'm doing soul searching. And then we're doing soul searching for our relationship. And then learning from those things you shouldn't say, like what you need to do. (laughs) So Whatever, Tina. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Exactly. So instead of me saying. Jason, what you need to do is get up and take the garbage out. I'm just going to say. Hmm, garbage is when? What day? <laughs> that's what I'm going to say. Yeah. Okay. What day is garbage day again? Okay. That's what I'm going to say. It's Thursday, Tina. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> but it takes time to get there. It does. The thing that people want to know is what is it about your relationship that's working and why mine isn't? Right. Because we're doing work. That's the biggest thing. Because you have to do the work, but I'm doing work on myself. Right. So we're doing three parts, right? Absolutely. You're working on you. I'm working on me. And then we're working on us. And that's why people say there's always three parts to a story. Yep. Your, your part, your truth, my Mm -hmm. truth, and then the real truth. Truth. Exactly. So, and what's the real truth is what's showing up in our relationship. Absolutely. Like we've said before, we're not perfect. Nope. We're still working on it. Mm -hmm. We're getting to, I mean, he's still, you know, <laughs> he still irritates me sometimes to no avail, mm-hmm. but but I still love you and we're still married and we're still working through it because then I can come back and laugh at that time. I mean, it's laugh. not so funny, is it? I don't know. Is it? No, it's not. When you get next to me. What? When I get next to you, I thought you liked me getting next to you. Yeah, but not. In those terms, when you really get next to me. Is it next to you or get under your your skin? skin. That's (laughs) right. Do I ever get under your skin? Yes. Doing what? What do I do when I get under your skin? Well, you know, that's so far in the past. I don't want to bring that back up. Like yesterday? Yeah. I just don't don't really want to bring it back up. (laughs) But in all seriousness, there's people out there that may have daddy issues. I'm I'm sure they do. why their relationships On both sides. Absolutely. The male and the female. Right. Or whomever. But I think if we just take a moment to think about what did we do in the past? What dictated who we are right now? Right. And how do I need to adjust it? Right. Who's in control of your life? The little you? Or the adult you. Exactly. Because trust me, if you're not paying attention, the little you is controlling the adult you the whole step of the way. All your decisions that you're making, all your failures, your successes are all governed by the little you. Yeah. Yeah. So we have to make sure that in a relationship, not only is it a give and take, but it's a a lot of compromise and understanding. And if I want to know how to use the microwave sometimes you have to read the instructions which means we have to get in there and find ways to make our relationship better we have to pick up a book we have to take a seminar we have to take a course read a book you have to talk about things like our parents didn't talk about relationship stuff that was taboo we don't talk about that kind of stuff. absolutely each one of us need to even if we do it by ourselves sometimes we don't need to include our we do need to do some self-work in the beginning if you're having some issues in your relationship and you want to say well what part do i play in them Mm-hmm. then you have to be able to sit down and be honest with yourself and then think about the things that maybe are so 
pushed down and hidden that didn't make a huge splash, but it, it was a ripple. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a ripple in your time on your mind stamp that actually had something to do with the person who you became as an adult and as a wife. So true. Right. So we have to look back to what attracted me to my mate. The things that I loved about him now irritate me, but why do they irritate me? What All do they of a sudden, re- right. What changed? What, what changed that re- now it just irritates you to know? Or what, what does it really remind me of? What is it really telling me? What, right. what, what is the real issue that I have right. with this? Because it's, it's not the person. And sometimes it's the, the answer isn't going to be glaring. Right. You're going to have right. to actually do some soul searching to, right. to nail down what it is that, that bothers you. So people say, oh, I hate the way he does this, or I hate the way she does that, or when she does this. It's not what they're doing that is the problem. It's why am I hating it? Why is it bothering me? What is triggering this feeling for me that I'm feeling? Right. What are you thinking about? What feelings and emotions are attached what to that? What is the root issue? Right. And where is it coming from? Right. Absolutely. So I think when I, when you and I kind of take a, a deeper look, we kind of understand that there are some things in our past that maybe we didn't know subconsciously. It was sure. deeper. Yeah. Right. But understanding what part it played in our lives can kind of help in our relationship. Don't be afraid of your past. It holds a lot of answers. It does. But so we get to a certain age or a certain place in life we don't want to think about that person is gone and you know when we say the past i don't just mean like from 12 to 18 i mean your past from birth to 10 yeah from 10 to 20 from 20 to 30 from all the way up to like yesterday because all you have impressions all through throughout your life what happened when our marriage went from deeply loving each other we're we're in love to a relationship of where now we can't agree on anything what what transpired during that time what actually happened in my life and his life and our lives where we can't see out of eye all of a sudden what changed and how can i really be truthful and honest with myself as to what changed it that way if there's a way to one understand it and then recognize it Learn from it, grow from it. If you're willing to do all of that, you can have a great relationship. Yeah, I agree. If you put in the work and you take a deep dive, and I know I keep, we keep saying this, but the truth and the answers lie in your past. Mm-hmm. So don't run from your past. Turn to your past and find out what are the questions that you need answers to because the answers are in your past. Yeah, and I think sometimes we, we're so busy pointing fingers and looking outside of ourselves yeah. that we don't realize that it's usually something that right. we need to tweak. Right. And it doesn't mean that we're terrible people it just it means that sometimes we have hang-ups sometimes we have we call them standards but really what they are is that we've set a bar because of something that happened in our past mm-hmm. and now when people don't live up to that we want to punish the person whom we married when it wasn't their fault in the first place this is something we we projected on, or onto them and now they're not living up to that expectation now it creates some type of havoc right. we have to recognize these things yep and it takes work. And it takes work and it takes time. Yeah. Because you're just not going to just say, oh, what? maybe I get, I met, I, I uh, wanted to marry my spouse because of this. No, you have to really sit down and maybe write some things out and kind of figure it out. Because you're just not going to, it's just not going to come out to you, you know, blaringly. And that's like the things that may have been in your past that were positive as well as negative or yeah. old, old relationships. Or, or old, something that you didn't just kind of dismiss and right. just didn't think anything of it. Like I didn't think anything between you and my mom, you know. Right. And I didn't I, think any, there was nope. any relationship between you and my dad. Right. I just knew you guys were totally opposite. And I didn't even think of it like that. Like I've never even ever interjected him into our marriage. But when I had to think about it, I'm like, you know. Maybe there is some truth to that. Yeah. Like he wasn't, to me, in my mind, what I would call 
the perfect dad. He wasn't a father. Right. You know, so oh, it takes work to be a father. Right. So and I think that that may have played a huge part in the type of person that I wanted to pick when I grew up. Mm-hmm. My mom never said, oh, when you grow up, you want to get married. You want like she never did that. We, we never had those conversations in my house, especially yeah. when I was so young. Like I was still young. Yeah. You know, we 18, 19, those. 20. Like she, oh, well, you know, my sister used to tell up. me you want to pick the right girl and this, that and the other. But you know, never about marriage. I was super young getting married. So sometimes what you hear in your home mold you into saying, okay, you want to marry this guy? You want to marry this guy? Yeah, like no, those, we didn't, right. no, we didn't right. have those so, type of conversations. So I really had to think about why did those qualities in you stand out at that age? Why did I see those qualities when, like, marriage wasn't even on my mind? Yeah. I wasn't even thinking about a guy. So if we really think back to our past and really kind of the relationships that we had with our parents – with our people who raised us, with our aunts, with our uncles, people who may have been close to us and older and may have even told us negative things about their marriage that now put a damper on our marriage. Just anything anything and everything that happens sure. in our Because you're so young and impressionable. Absolutely. You may have seen your parents argue a lot or you may have seen, you know, <laughs> your your older you know, brother or sister, you know, argue and fight a lot with their, you know, boyfriends. Like all those things play some type of role in your mind, whether you, you realize it or not. Yeah, it's funny that you bring that up because, you know, my parents would be going at it, right? Mm-hmm. And I... That's kind of a trigger for me. I don't like to have confrontation and I don't mm-hmm. like to talking loud and fussing. And they would be talking loud. I'd be like, I had this kind of funny look on my face. Mm-hmm. And my father would be like, oh, we just, we just talking. <laughs> <laughs> you like, yeah, it, it don't mean nothing. We just talking. I'm like, okay, well, I don't like that. That means I got to tell them I don't like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. It just looked like it. In my mind, it was just going to go somewhere else. Or you were just afraid that it might go somewhere else. Right. Like you and just I didn't, didn't even understand. I just exactly. know I didn't like it. And if we really sit down and analyze things that have happened in our past that kind of molded us, like you said, that's why you don't like confrontation. Right. Because your parents argued. See, my parents never argued, so I never had that problem with confrontation. Right. My mom never did confrontation. <laughs> Anytime there was any type of confrontation, she always was quiet right. like she never right. i never saw any type anybody my mom never argued with anyone my, over my anything. mom was good at diffusing stuff too because so, she worked in the public so she was really good with dealing with people which was which was great she taught me a lot that right there is a revelation because you and i we handle conflict different oh yeah for sure. i like i like to go in your it. face yep like a tiger <laughs> <laughs> I like, well, I wouldn't say give me your face. I, I'm I like, like, look, baby, this stuff will work out. Just let's not even I, put I, any I would, energy into it. I wouldn't say, I, I like to discuss things. Oh, you do? Right. right. I like, whenever I have a problem, I like to talk it out. And you're the type of person who does not like to talk. And so that, at one point, was a problem. Because we know that communication is key. Right, it is. It is. So understanding how to communicate with one another in a manner where I'm not, talking too much Mm -hmm. and at least you're talking some helps us to grow and develop in a relationship instead of you just saying this is the way i am and me just saying well hey that's the way i am and if you ever deal with it and we're not getting anywhere right right but but you see how those things oh i know imprint right it does right it does and i i knew that that's one thing i realized early on it's like i didn't like this as a kid and i really don't like it now but it can cause problems in your relationship because that was the little me, right? This is the adult me, and I maybe need to adjust and deal, be able to deal and talk right. about some things now. I have to deal with it now, 
Talk about it now. Right. You can't as a kid you didn't want to you didn't want to hear it. But now as an adult, you really need to talk about things. Now you need to talk about it. Right. It may not be in the manner in which your mom and dad did, but you still need to talk about it. Exactly. Things. And they didn't fuss and fight all the time, but they I'm, just they well, just well, no, they just we, did the elevated voice. But what I'm saying is that it's natural. Right. People then, are going then, to argue, period. And whether then it's the your thing parents is, or whomever. When, when the male's voice really gets, you know, right. elevated, right. it makes that rumble and it's like, okay, like that's not a good sound. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Right. So, so we're not saying they did it a lot or, right, you know, right. whatever. But they I'm did. Just, I mean, just right. like they were adults. They're and they people. were dealing with life. Right. They're people. So we're going to have some type of confrontation sometime in our life. Like, it's right. not roses. We're not, right. like, we're talking about real issues here. Right. Okay. So we're not, you know, like you, you say, oh, they didn't do it all the time. We're right. not saying they did. But They live life. So right. they had to deal right. with stuff. So if we're going to talk about real issues, people know that right. you're going to have arguments. But right. But the point I was getting to is how I felt about confrontation right. then and how I felt about mm-hmm. confrontation now being an adult. Right. So can't let the little Jason right. control the adult Jason. Because what it does is it breaks down the lines of communication as an adult. Sure. And, and that's something. So that now I'm bringing, I'm bringing the little eight, nine year old Jason into my marriage and right. he's controlling it. Right. Controlling how I interact with you. Exactly. Yep. And then we realize that, hey, we can't have the little Jason running this. No, no, I got to take control. I'm a, I'm a grown man. <laughs> <laughs> it's the cooler talking, y'all. No. <laughs> I think your mother did an excellent job teaching you a lot of the qualities that she had. As you were sitting here talking, mm-hmm. it just reminded me, like, yeah, she was super kind, super giving. She would do anything for anybody she and everybody. She loved her kids. She, she loved, loved her grandkids. <laughs> right. You know, she, she, she loved all of that, and so do you. To you know, sometimes I always say to a fault. Yeah, but you know, that's you funny. Do. That's funny that you say that because I asked someone, "What is a fault of mine? What do you see as a fault of mine?" And that person said, "Your kids. Yeah, like you love your kids too much yeah. to a fault." Yeah. yeah, and I don't, I don't know if there is a such thing because I feel like I don't think so because I think you know if they would. But I also consider. tell them, see, love is one thing, and then some people may look at it as but being. But they can't make a fool out of you. Exactly, yeah. exactly, and see, yeah. people may, and and I have learned the wise words of my mom: no one can take advantage of me unless I allow them to take advantage of me. So what you may see as being taken advantage of is not necessarily being taken advantage of, but it's the love that a mom has for her child where she doesn't want them to, I don't want to say suffer or, right. because I, I want my kids to learn and make their mistakes. That's how right. they're going to learn. Right. They're going to learn. But, but some but lessons Jesus, they don't need to learn. Exactly. Right. If I tell not you that firsthand, the, they don't. <laughs> if right. I tell you the pot is hot. Right. You don't need to burn yourself. You don't, you don't need to, you don't need to touch right. it. Trust me. I'm not going to lie to you. Right. So, I mean, I can kind of understand that, but. But that's, you know, that's the, that's the perception and that's, of someone else based on their past. Yes, right? absolutely. So, so you have to understand that person's past with their parents right. in order to understand and what why happened they, with, what, why they're saying, saying that, that. To, to me. Right. Absolutely. That makes a good point right there. Right. So you have to be, yeah. it, it's just so many different things that you have to kind of pay attention to. And you can't let everybody's perception, perception. be your truth. Yep. Absolutely. So, because their perception is through their lens of life. Well, this wraps up another episode of Love and Beyond the I Do. But before we go, we want to thank everyone who has reached out to us and sent us texts and DMs and messages like that. We are still here. We've just been extremely busy. But we are going to make sure that we are in with you every week 
giving you episode after episode of another journal of Love and Beyond the I Do with Jason and Tina Marie. But we also want to tell you, so if you guys want to know when we come out with a new podcast, run over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. That way you can get notified when a new episode comes out. You won't miss it. You won't miss it. Or you can go over to lovingbeyondtheido.com, join our email list, and you'll be notified by email when new releases are out. All right. You guys got that? So if you're wondering, if you're going to our podcast and say, hey, I wonder if they have a new episode out. If you want to get notified, get, hey, firsthand notification. And Jump usually, on that email list. Yeah, and some, what we have done in the past for our subscribers is that we usually give them a pre-window. You know, you guys get it before the regular people. So for those who normally listen in, you know, week after week, what we'll do is our subscribers will get some bonuses. So mm-hmm. they usually get to listen to we it have, We have bonus content out there as well. So. Yeah, and we have, sometimes we may send random gifts to our subscribers, our number one subscribers. You know, if you like us on Facebook or Instagram, those who like us and share our stories. You can contact us on Instagram and Facebook at Legendary Relationship. That's Legendary Relationship. So if you guys want to always be on the up and up and know when a new episode is coming out, please subscribe to our channel and you will be the first ones to know and when it gets out. So is that it? I think that's it, sweetheart. And if you want some free downloads on relationship, please go to our website at legendaryrelationship.com. Or you can hear all of our podcasts if you need to catch up. You can go to lovingbeyondtheido.com. That's lovingbeyondtheido.com. All right, guys, thank you for listening. And as always, we're we're in in it to to win it. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Loving Beyond the I Do podcast. Head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Legendary Relationship or visit our website at legendaryrelationship.com. Till next time, remember to make every day count.